BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Yay! Recording! All right. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa from BeastNet Podcast, and today we're talking with Dwayne legend-born ambassador, and it looks like you are also new to more heart than scars. Yes. Uh, my friend Joey, uh, who is also a legend-born ambassador, is very big into hearts and scars and, and, and pushing for that one. So I'm, I'm a type I love. I love dealing with any organization who wants to give back. You know, and I tell people all the time, OCR is, yes, it is an individual race, but there's so much camaraderie and there's so much into it, you know, and a lot of us have, were former military. So yeah. a lot of us tend to get in, you know, want to help and want to be involved. And that's a big deal uh, for that. So, yeah. Um, what got you into Legendborn? Like, uh, so actually <laughs> I, I, I won a contest. I was, I was on the fence about getting a Jersey cause they are a little pricey. Yes. Um, but, but then I, I won a contest, which I, I tend to be the Instagram contest winning fool i guess <laughs> I, 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 it shows up i have no life um but i won i won a contest i got one of the jerseys and i fell in love with it just the the quality of the jersey and how how well it's made you know um, yeah so after winning that one i think uh since then i probably own about ooh, 25 oh. about 25 jerseys <laughs> did i lose you Hello. do you like the beast net do you want to keep hearing it be sure to follow us on facebook twitter instagram and more at BeastNet Pod. All right. So you were saying about Legend War. <laughs> um, I think I own roughly about 25 jerseys now. <laughs> I was going to ask you how many you own. <laughs> um, but, it's a, but it's anything from, I mean, I, I have anything, honestly, I have anything from the USA jerseys, which are beautiful. Um, yeah. You know, plus um, different teams. I love, uh, you know, OCR Addicts is one team that I love to run for. Um, and it's just, you become friends like you, and you know, for example, you've become friends with so many people from so many areas. Yes. Um, yes. I, you know, and <laughs> I joke, I think I'm the only beast person down South, anything South of Seattle. <laughs> um, but I met, I met one of y'all, um, one of you guys in West Virginia, uh, Candace is a beast um, OCR. Yeah. And I met her in West Virginia. Poor thing. I bought her a pair of socks because she had, it was freezing. She had no socks. I'm like, I'll go buy you a pair of socks. It's all good. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not the place to have no socks. <laughs> it was, it, it, but it, it was one of like the morning was freezing, but by, you know, nine o'clock it was hot. And by midday we were swimming cause it was hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so just different. Um, I, I love supporting different organizations. Um, yeah. and so many give so back so much to the community. Um, if me just be on Instagram or whatever social media I have yeah. wearing one of the jerseys, showing it, people asking, what is that? Yeah. Um, I've, I've ran several races locally in New Orleans and stuff where I'll have a Legendborn jersey on and people are like, what is, what's Legendborn or what is this organization? Because yeah. there's so many different ones. So yeah, it's a, it's fun. I only have one jersey and I love it. So I got to get another I'm, one for the podcast. I'm, guess, <laughs> I'm guessing it's a, it's a Beast OCR jersey. Yes, it was. Yes, those, are, those are sick. Those are sick. They're sick. They are. <laughs> um, I'm going to be getting a BeastNet one and... um We'll go. I'll go from there. <laughs> um, what's your local OCR team down there? The local OCR team is uh, Battle Six Eleven. Okay, is the, is the team Battle Six Eleven? Um, plus, we also have Battle OCR, which is um, we're affiliated with um, OCR Worlds. 
So oh, Sid nice. actually, <laughs> Sid actually built. So Valkyrie is our creation. We created uh, Valkyrie. Oh, okay. He, he built that sucker in the woods behind his house. We were wow. messing around. And, you know, the, the way it's built is basically it's built with sta- scaffolding. And the, the, the scaffolding is exactly the length of, that to reach. So it, it got oh, done. Oh, perfect. So, so we tried to do one with a Gibbons. <laughs> and I, I think it may, it may eventually come, but it's going to take so Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, he's, um, he's created quite a few. Unfortunately, this hit, but he had created quite a few new um, obstacles for OCR uh, Worlds, which is going to be in Maine um, that a lot of awesome. us were, were going to go to. So yeah, he, um, yeah. it's uh, Sid Morris. Sidney Morris is uh, the individual. He's, as Coach Sid, everybody knows him. That's um, awesome. So, yeah. How yeah. long have you been with them? Pretty much my whole journey. Um, so, okay, I'll take you a quick, quick journey. I started OCR. <laughs> Everyone says, how'd you get into it? Um, yes. I wish I could say, I wish I could say, you know what? I, I wanted to be healthy and I wanted to be, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. That's bullshit. My sister, <laughs> my sister challenged me. She said, I'm too old to run a warrior dash. <laughs> I was always, I was always a gym. I was always a gym rat. I coached football for a long time. I was a strength and conditioning coach, but I was heavier than you would think. Because I was a big guy, I was muscles, but I didn't even do cardio. Cardio is an evil word until you start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister's like, there's no way you can do it. She's like, I'm sorry, you're too old. And I was right at, I had just turned 40. Uh, you know, you should know how that feels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just turned 40 and she's like, yeah, you can't do it. So I did it and I beat her by 30 minutes. So, you know, <laughs> who's, keeping, who's keeping track, you know, who's keeping track? So, <laughs> and I tell the story. So. My brother, who is not athletic, <laughs> I love my brother to death, but he's not, he'll do it. He's done a few races with us, but he, this is not his thing. Yeah. He, uh, he enjoyed, he enjoyed, he did Dallas Stadium with us, which he enjoyed. He wants to do it again. But um, we got him to run the Warrior Dash next year. And he kept talking smack, kept talking smack. I said, bro, you do realize I run competitive, but I'll be cool with you. No, no, no. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to run with you. And then when I get there, I'm going to push you, I'm going to push you in the mud. And I'm going to win. Okay. So 45 minutes later, I'm still at the finish line waiting for him. The mud has dried on me. I jumped back in the mud when he got there so I could be not dry mud anymore. But you know, yeah, you go push me down, bro. It's all good. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're a bit competitive and you'll see uh, on my, if everyone checks my Instagram out, um, there's a lot of pics of my siblings and we're very competitive. Uh, in a good way. I mean, we, we support each other. I mean, I, I, my sister is probably one of my best, um, cheerleaders. She supports me so much. She's the one to talk me into getting into this. And then like she says, she said, I started all this, but then you went nuts and started doing your own thing and you got crazy with it. You know, so <laughs> that seems to be the thing that happens with people when they get into OCRs. It's like, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see in the next thing you know. That's the next race. So and that's so I've I mean I'm also an ambassador for Spartan. Um, yeah, I've done I've done several events as far as promoting Spartan. And yes. the story I tell people is in, when it comes to Spartan or OCR in general, there's no in between. Either I win's the next one, I want to do it, or I ain't doing that shit ever again. Yes. I don't want another one. I saw a woman one time. She's she's our Spartan. I'm in the gym. She's sporting a Spartan jersey, uh, t-shirt, like yeah. the 2016 t-shirt. I'm like. Oh, you did a Spartan? I'm never doing that shit again. Well, why are you wearing a shirt? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, it's going to bring attention. You're going to talk, you know? So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've run into a few people. Like, they've been wearing shirts. I'm like, oh, it's Spartan. Then you do. And they're like, oh, we just got this from somebody. I'm like, well, why, nope. why, why are you wearing it? <laughs> are, you, are you somebody that is that want to buy the medals on eBay? 
Why would you buy your medal on eBay, bro? Why would you buy a medal on eBay? I'm sorry, but why? What's the point? What's the point? (laughs) What do you do with all your medals? Because you race a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a a, a wall of shame, I call it. (laughs) Because I think last year we we went to Dallas. Um, The whole family, the siblings and everything, we ran Dallas. And that was my 100 race in three years. Um, so it was kind of, it was cool to have them all together with it and whatnot. And, um, so that was, yeah, but, um, so some of my medals, the story is my oldest son wanted to run OCR. He has Crohn's and colitis and his body just, it won't allow it. He's tried, he volunteers a lot. So a lot of times what I do after a race is, uh, the medal, he gets the medal. Um, Oh, that's awesome. And uh, he gets the medal, he gets a t-shirt, whatever he chooses. And I promise you, he sports that. Like he says, he tells everybody, I'm a Spartan. And I'd say, yes, you are. Because yes. usually he's with me. Usually I have something with me or me and him are talking and I'll FaceTime him in several, if I bring a phone. And if I'm very competitive, there's no damn phone on me. But if I'm running for fun, <laughs> yeah. Because you know, a, a lot of times people don't realize you can run, the, you know, you run more than once. You yes. know, a lot of times I'll run, especially, I'm not running a beast twice. I'm sorry. That's just an ultra. They, that's stupid. <laughs> but I've, I've done several supers and I've done several. I mean, I do sprints all the time or we do stadiums and we'll run it more than once. Yeah. Um, cause the second, second laps for fun. That's when you get in all your pics and you know, you got a Facebook and Instagram and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> Unless you're part of my team and we just take the pics the first time around. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, it, I, I didn't want to get competitive. I won't lie. I'm very competitive, but I didn't want to get into competitive until I had a coach who pretty much told me, why are you running? She's like, you need to be competitive. You have the, you know, you, you're made to try, just try it. And this yeah. is before they had age group. I was running masters. So I was running wow. elite, elite masters. So yeah. that, that's going to get you that. I promise you that right there will wake you up to see what your level is. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I, I tell people all the time, it's, it doesn't have to be intimidating. You can run for fun. You can run with a group. You can just go run for yourself, but get yeah. off the couch and go, go do it. And yes. that's a big thing. Some people are just, they're so intimidated, so scared. And I've said before, I think OCR needs to go another route. Everything they show is the elites. They always show the elites, which is great. You know, you have elites, but yes. show the other guys. Show the, gen- the, the the Joe Schmoes who are trying. Show the guy who can barely get over, but next time he did get over. You know, yes, that's more inspiring than watching uh, Robert Killian winning again, which I love Killian. I'm, I've known him. He's a great yeah. guy. But the fact is that watching that show, it makes you feel like I can't accomplish that. When you watch somebody like, like for me, it's, it's, I mean, well, I, I won't say for me because everybody thinks I'm a big guy and, they call me Shrek because I am a pretty big guy running down the thing, but I'm, I'm fast. Um, but I've seen some that, I mean, I won't lie to you, watching some of the, um, the Oscar Mikes and stuff and these guys on wheelchairs oh, with my no gosh. legs. Yes. I, I get so emotional just watching. I, I will sit there, stop. I've, I've stopped in a competitive race because I was running an ultra and I was on my second lap. I stopped for 10 minutes to watch and help just because I was so moved by it. And yes. I was in the middle of a race competitive. I didn't care. I lost my whole composure. I wanted to see him get it because he was yes. in his wheelchair and he wanted to make it across the traverse and he did. And I was just, I started crying and it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it is emotional. That's um, when I was in Dallas, that was the one thing. Yes. For, oh my gosh. I was just overwhelmed with just watching all of that and just the emotions. I'm like, <gasps> so yep. I totally agree with you on that one. I've seen people out in Seattle and stuff. I saw a guy that was, probably three or 400 pounds and he was just trying to get through. I'm like, dude, you got this. And that's yeah. what I love about the open waves is just seeing everybody cheer everybody yes. on. And yes, 
that that spirit that's a part of it. So yeah, well, that's what I tell most people. I tell them, look, you're running your race. You pay yes. for this. This is your race. You're not running for anything but yourself. So yes. you know, some people, I got to do thirty burpees. Well, if you don't want to do them, don't do thirty burpees. It, it's on you. It's what you want to do. If you yes. feel, and one of the best things I've done, and, and people, so many people have adopted this method. What I tell, what I tell them, if you're running with a group, here's the best thing to do, because you always want to get one person who's really good, and they always keep asking me to do the stuff. <laughs> if, every, every one of you must try the obstacle. If one of you complete the obstacle, no one does burpees. If no one can complete it, everyone does five burpees. That's how we split up our, like, if somebody can't complete the obstacle and they know that we, they have burpees, we mm-hmm. as a team do the burpees with them so we right. can split it up. Like, but like I'm saying, but if, you, if, if everyone's cheering each other on, you know, if he can finally make it across, then we don't have to do any burpees. Come on, Joe, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, bro. <laughs> and it makes it more intense because everybody's hoping somebody makes it because nobody wants to do the burpees. So, <laughs> no. And, but they, I see more enjoyment that way that, you know, they, cause the, that whole burpee thing is out of their head. You're running for fun. You know, you're, you're running to yes. do it. Okay. Well, guess what? If one of y'all is going to make it and let's cheer them on, you know, yeah. and I say, you know, it doesn't have to always be your best guy. Let's see if you can get one of the other guys. Hey, why don't you try and make it, you know? Yeah. I so, do yeah, know it's that. It's all support. It's all support. Yes. Do you have any obstacles that you struggle with? No. <laughs> I, I hate saying it. And I hate saying it. I, my biggest obstacle struggling, it sounds stupid, is running. Is running. If I could, if I could run faster, I could be elite. I could like be one of the tops. Um, yeah. I've run, I, when I run, honestly, I've run, say my last, example, my last 15 Spartans I've run. I've run a clean, clean race every time. I never miss an obstacle. It kills me, but I, I'm so out of wind because and I do train. I'm just, I guess I'm a bigger guy. I usually stay between 235 and 240. Um, yeah. And I have slimmed down. But when I was at 220, it was just, I wasn't strong enough. Yeah. I didn't feel I was. So I, I've always said I like my comfortable weight. So my race weight is 230 is usually my race weight. But knock on wood, I usually have a clean race. Um, now I won't lie to you. <laughs> I did the battle race, which was just before COVID hit. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a prelude for a prelude. I'm sorry, prelude for us to do um, OCO Worlds. And we tried out a bunch of stuff. I was so spit because I did what we call war zone. War yeah. zone is, is basically like a world's toughest how many laps can you do in eight hours? <laughs> by, by my third lap, I couldn't feel my forearms because Sid had so many uh, grip um, obstacles that I couldn't oh. feel my forearms. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just say that, yeah, that would, I struggled. So I got through it, but I struggled after. So lengthwise, I mean, there's so many times going over and gripping. And it's funny because a bunch of my friends are Ninja Warriors. They have a Ninja Warrior course uh, in, uh, in New Orleans. So I train with them sometimes. And, of course, they're all like, come on, you can get it, you can get it. I'm like, dude, this is my third lap. This is your first. Let me be. <laughs> don't judge. So, yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> don't judge me, bro. Don't judge me. <laughs> what are some of the other races down south that you enjoy? Because Spartan's kind of everywhere, but, like, up here, we don't have Savage No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Let, let's, touch, let's touch base on that. I, I hope yeah. Spartan sees this. There is no Spartan down south. The, the closest down south is Texas and Florida. They have, wow. They've had Alabama twice, and I hate saying it, but it's always been a, a horrible course. Nothing against Alabama. It just seems to be where the time of year and where they put it at, it just doesn't seem to be nice for everybody. <laughs> There's a huge area in New Orleans where they ran Tough Mudder two years in a row that's gorgeous, that it was a 10-mile course that it could be done easily. They could have a super here, no wow. problem. You have, the, you have the hotels, you have the um, flights, you have easily getting to New Orleans. 
but for some reason, no one wants to even discuss it. Yes, it's, it's flat. I get it. There are hills somewhere, but um, it's a little, it is a little frustrating because I even tried to talk with the guys to do a stadium at the Superdome. Granted, the Superdome wanted a million dollars, and we're like, yeah, sorry, bro. Not <laughs> <laughs> but um, so something, getting back to it, I'm sorry, but you said South. Really, there's, I, I, I race every Texas Spartan because there's nothing in anywhere but Texas, which it's not too far, wow. but it's still definitely, yeah, there's no Spartan down South. They so, need to change um, that. <laughs> I've, I've been a, ve- a very big advocate for that. Um, yeah. So some of the other races, we have Savage down here. There's several Savage races. Um, and still, I won't lie, distance-wise, um, Louisiana, Mississippi really doesn't have – Arkansas has a couple of them. Arkansas, I think, has Conquered a Gauntlet, which is a, a pretty fun race to do. Um, they have something called a, a Pegatron, which is pegboard going across <laughs> this peg. Trust me, look up, look up when you have a chance. Google Pegatron. And okay. you will be like, oh, my God, they are sick. Um, Green Beret Challenge is a very fun one that I love and enjoy doing. Um, Mark Bellius does an amazing job. But his it's, – it's, a lot of times it wants to be team. And it's, sometimes it's hard to find a team. So he's gotten away and he's starting to do more individual. Excuse oh, me, one awesome. individual. So, um, but there's a lot of team where there's like a four-person team, be it all male, all female, or, or uh, um, what do you call it, co-ed? Co-ed, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a new one coming out. Um, Julie's putting on one in Mississippi, which I'm excited because I'm actually an ambassador. It's the um, Celtic, uh, Celtic, so I always say Celtic, Celtic Warrior Challenge. It's oh, going to be wow. in Meridian. And it's going to be like in October. They've changed the time, so I'm hoping they have it because it's supposed to be in July. That didn't happen. Um, but it's supposed to be in October. And there's quite a few big dogs. I call them big dogs social media-wise because like Amber's involved, Amber Gettings. Amber's involved with everything social media. Um, and then Vanessa... There's just a lot of people. Lisa is out of Texas. She's involved. There's so many um, different, you know, Joey's involved, who is, um, he's bars and scars and all kind of stuff like that, different yeah. ones. Um, so there's so many involved to be um, ambassadors for her event to put it on. And she's, awesome. she's really doing a good job in having something down south other than the battle OCR. It's going to be nice to just see something else coming through and see what they do with it. Their That's quality awesome. Do you, have any so, yeah. lo- do you have any local races at all in Louisiana or smaller but- <clears throat> Battle OCR is our only one. Um, wow. We've put on, we were, so they, they had a splitting of the guard. Sid took over and, and went his own way and he created his own battle. Um, yeah. And he's had about three or four events from that. But um, he, him getting so involved with OCR Worlds that he takes battle and create, and that's kind of our guinea pig. So we do yeah. a lot of things that I was shocked when I had a group of four or five flying from England to come oh. do the battle race. I'm like, you know, I love I, we we've gotten bigger. Yes, I get it, but it's still battle race. We're still local. And y'all just flew in from England. You know, we were stoked to, uh, last year. We did one in St. Francisville, which is kind of hilly for this area. Like yeah. everything's flat, but you go a little north, and it does become more hilly. It's it's not like you know fifteen hundred um, when it comes to elevation, but yeah. it's it's steep enough to where it could be if it was keep going up. You know, it's that it's that, yeah. that that peak was straight up. And um, we had people from Texas coming in, and we were so excited. Texas is joining us. You know, it's like, whoa, yeah. are we getting there? And then all of a sudden, I see England flying, and I'm like, bro, y'all are dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's so, definitely yeah. so, some dedication. But that's our, um, that's our local. And then we will do weekend. It, it's been hard last, you know, a few with everything. But we, we do weekend workouts for free for get people in, teach them about OCR, let them know what's going on. And then we, we'll try and support local events, be it the Louisiana Marathon or – uh, they have one called a Mardi Gras Mambo uh, 15K and stuff like that. 
stuff like that. Are you yeah. guys going to try to like get more people wanting to be a part of OCR down there or is it kind of like a we, slow process? We always do. Now I'm going to tell you right now, the, my hardest battle down here is Louisiana is known for food, not for health. And <laughs> most people here would rather have a pool boy than go run five miles. And so that's kind of what my battle is, which it's understandable. Like I said, everyone has their life choices and what they do. Yes. But there is a community down here that is into fitness. Um, but unfortunately, the obstacle is still intimidating for a lot of them. It's, it's still intimidating. Yeah. Um, and you also have, I would say, you have runners. Runners are so worried about their time. I get it. You're a runner and you have a PR and you want to work on you. But yeah. this isn't running. This is trail. This is different. Don't yes. worry about your time. And there's so many of them that don't want to try because they don't want to mess up their time. I'm like... I appreciate that, but <laughs> you can't worry about that, bro. <laughs> Get out of the box. Get out of your comfort yeah. zone. <laughs> well, that, and that, that's my biggest excitement. When, when I go to a race, people say, what's your most exciting thing about going to an OCR? It's the unknown. It is the unknown. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to have a blast doing it because I accept what's around me and I just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I say this, the best part and the worst part about OCR, the best part is driving to, the worst part is driving home because you're so yes. excited going and you're so tired leaving and you're so like, oh, it's over. <laughs> yes. It's like the hangover from a race because you get Thank so you. excited and then afterwards you're f- so tired, you're so beat up, but in the back yeah. of you is like, when's the next, when's the next one? When's yeah. the next one? When's the next yeah. one? Um, <laughs> and it's always like the, the dirt or bruise thing when you take a shower afterwards and you're getting all the mud off. It's like, oh, is that dirt? Is that bruise? Oh, that's a bruise. That ain't coming off. <laughs> <laughs> So you sound like my sister because so she hates me. I don't bruise. Like it it drives her insane. I got I can I can tell you the race. I got one bruise so far in all these races. I did West Virginia. I ran the beast for West Virginia on that Saturday. They had one of the um the obstacles where you had to flip yourself over and I almost slipped and caught myself. When I caught it, it left a huge bruise in my bicep. And so I, I called her up and said, Here's your picture. There you go. I got a bruise. Let me be. You know, She's like, you know, she gets so mad because she has all the, all these little Spartan kisses and stuff they call them. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. I don't have any. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first Spartan race? First Spartan race was Dallas. Dallas. So I'm going to tell you how I did a, I did a warrior dash. Like everybody yeah. comes, oh, that, that was where my sister challenged me. I didn't do anything for the rest of that year. It was in October. So I, but I was like, I was done with it. And then I felt really good. After the training, I'm like, I enjoy this running part. I really enjoy this. So I say, you know what? I'm going to train for another one. So I train for the next Warrior Dash. Got my brother involved, like we said. So I'm like, you know what? I'm into this because I got involved with Battle um, 611 during that time. Yeah. I wanted a local, a local group. So Sid, who's a, um, he's a Spartan coach. He actually, Sid actually trains um, the obstacle. He, he trains SGX. He teaches people. Like he's a certified um, when you do the obstacle, I forgot what it's called, um, like the obstacle readiness on, on Fridays where people go oh, yeah. certified. He's, he's one of the coaches that coaches that. Um, so he teaches that part. So he got me into Spartan and he's like, come do one. Okay, my first race is a beast. So my very first Spartan race, yeah, why not? Let's go run a Spartan beast. <laughs> I've never run, I never ran over five miles before. And I'm sitting here running 13 miles. And then the next day I decide I'm going to walk the sprint. Because <laughs> I got a mile in. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to walk the rest of it. So, 
And then two weeks later was the Alabama Super, and I got my trifecta just because I wanted to complete it. You know, I'm like, you know what? It's, wow. it's October, November. Um, thought I broke my ankle twice, and now I wrap my ankles for every race. <laughs> I learned real Same quick. Same here. Trail race. <laughs> wrap your ankles, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, I learned that lesson, too. <laughs> yeah. Learned that lesson really well. I yes. always I take care of my ankles because, oh, <laughs> we got some races out here that'll kill them. Yes. How's the, how far have you traveled for a race? Uh, West Virginia is probably the furthest I've gone. For the furthest. Um, yeah, most of the time, I, I that was the first time I've flown for a race. Every other race I've done, I've driven. You'd be a, a ten-hour drive, whatever. Like I said, I do all the the Texas races, so I've gone Austin, San Antonio, uh, Dallas, um, and then Glen Rose, which is Dallas, where you went. Yeah, but that's technically. If you fly to the airport, the airport is Dallas. You still got to drive an hour and a half. I think it's 85 miles to get yeah. to Glen Rose. So yes. It's like, okay, yeah, we're in <laughs> Dallas. Right. Um, and then I've, I've done a few races in Georgia um, and Florida. So it's more south. But, yeah, finally, I won West Virginia. I wanted a trifecta weekend. So it was fun. Nice. Haven't done a trifecta weekend yet. That's hopefully on the list next year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Everything's up in yeah. the air. What are you guys doing? Like, you're obviously still training, but anything different? Like, are you doing virtual races or anything like that with everything that's going on? So, I've actually taken up biking more. I started doing more biking. Um, I guess because my ankles were kind of getting beat up a little bit with the running, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have a race, actually. So, I started try. I said, let me try biking a little bit. And it's a lot of fun. It gets you that cardio because I ran yesterday. I did a nine-mile, and I felt good doing it. I hadn't ran in probably yeah. a week. So yeah. it, it definitely it keeps that cardio going where it's not beating up your joints as much. Yeah. Um, but I've done a few virtuals. I did the virtual Spartan. I did a virtual Savage. Um, so I've done a few virtuals, but it's just, you know, it, I don't lie finance wise right now. It's kind of hard to spend, you know, yeah. anywhere from 30 to 70 bucks for a race that you're doing in your backyard. To me, right. it's just, you know, I'm not paying. When I pay for a race, I pay for the experience. You know, you, you, you always say yes. you, you want your bling and all that, but you also want the experience. You want to go see your people um, meet new people, whatever the case may be. So it's definitely, it's hard to spend that money, um, knowing, but I mean, you, it, it goes for a good cause. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times they're, they're, yeah. it's going towards something I love supporting, but when you're not working right now, it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's been kind of my thing too, is as much as I want to do the virtual races, if I'm going to spend that money, I want to have, like you said, that experience. I want to be able to, to right. spend time with my family that I've come to have mm-hmm. now. and just like, there's no spectators right now. There's no festival area. I'm like, well, I want to do it then. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, – they did the Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. I think it was in June. They yeah. did the Jacksonville sprint. And I, I hate saying it, and I guess I'm kind of a snob. I wasn't driving all the way to Jacksonville to do a sprint. It just <laughs> – I'm sorry, but it's, it's a 5K. I'm not going to drive – it's an eight-hour drive to Jacksonville. I'm not driving eight hours to do a 5K. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I, ju- I justify it. Normally, it's a super or better when I do a race, and then yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tack on the sprint later. And that's a goal. Like I said, my favorite race, it sounds stupid, is the Dallas Stadium. That is my favorite race by far. By far. I don't know what it is. What about it? I don't know. It's just a different challenge. You don't get dirty. Um, you kind of air condition in and off because you're inside, outside. But there's just something about it. It's so much fun. And what I loved about it, if we ever get back to it, the spectators are on the field, they're in the stands, they watch you on the board. So there's so much going on. It feels oh, like, awesome. like a football game. It's just, it's so much fun and it's indoor. So if your family comes with you, they can sit down in the air condition, 
because most of them, you know, Papa doesn't want to see this. He's bored. What's going on? <laughs> but, but it's cool because they make it very interactive. And that's why I love about it because it's so interactive. It's so much. And there's like a, there's a lot of buzz and there's a vibe going on. Like any other yes. race, but this one, there's a lot more family involved. Like you can bring spectators better than most because they're involved throughout the whole race at some point. Unlike when, you know, you start a race and you see them maybe midway through it and you see them at the end. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, there's more involvement and they get to experience more. And that's why I think I enjoy it the most because there's a lot more visiting. You know, it's, it's only a 5K, you know, whatever the case may be, but it's still, it's just more, to me, it's just more fun. More fun. Um, and some days you just don't want to get dirty. Some days you love to. Some days you just don't feel like getting dirty. You know, yeah. this is nice jersey. I want to keep it clean, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am not that way. I get no mad regrets. when there's I get mad when there's not enough mud. <laughs> so I get, I get mad so often when people say, oh, it's a mud race. No, it is an obstacle. obstacle we, if course. Yes. If there's mud there, we're going to go through it. Yes. But we're not making the mud. It's not a tough mudder where they sit there and let's dig holes over here and make mud and, oh, we're going to get you muddy, which is great. But I'm more of a – I enjoy the obstacle. I enjoy the natural. If I'm running yeah. through, like, you know, they, they had us going through this whole stream and it's like, okay, this is a lot of water and it's pushing you one way, pushing you another. Yeah. But it's still – it's a good challenge. Um, but they didn't have to dig a hole and you cry through the mud unless it's the, the dunk wall, which, you know, you got to do dunk wall. Yeah. Not right now. Well, up here, it doesn't matter where you go. You're going to get mud because. Muddy. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. Trust me. I've heard <laughs> stories. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, you got you to come to Seattle. You got to come to Seattle. There's so much mud. I'm like, what, what, what's, what about that? Other than going to the fish market, I'm down to go to that fish market and catch a fish. <laughs> what about, what about that? <laughs> because the mud is like, it's part of like the terrain. It's part of yeah. the trail. I swear they take us up the back of this hill that is the most biggest pain in the ass because of how muddy it gets. And you're like right. grabbing roots of trees just to pull yourself up. Like <laughs> that the mud is just part of Seattle. It, right. They can try to avoid it. It won't happen. <laughs> it won't happen. There's always mud up here, <laughs> but Seattle's like people complain about the venue because they haven't moved it, but they've been able to really use it to its full advantage, which is great right. to see. So yeah. that's how I feel about, that's why I love going to Austin. Austin is a really good venue and they've been there for like seven years. It's Reveal Park and there's several other OCRs that go to this park or it's ranch. I'm sorry, it's a ranch. Um, and there's like huge cliffs and mountains and all this stuff, which I had no idea it was in, even in Texas they had cliffs and stuff. <laughs> and it's, it's got a good, pretty good elevation. But um, they've, they've gotten smart over the years and kept different things. And like they built this huge bridge with wood from Spartan. And Spartan races and you'll see like uh, a half of a, um, of a mask that's like where they spray painted and they had it, but it's yeah. just lots of wood. They really, they built this whole bridge just from re reclaim wood from a Spartan race. That's awesome. So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely cool how they've incorporated that in there. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you, do you have any goals that you're heading towards like with OCR? Um, I want a podium. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's like everybody and I know it's kind of cliche, but I would love to podium. I've, I've podiumed a couple of uh, 5k races, which has been cool. Yeah. Um, especially one was real cool cause it was a local back home. My sister and then put on this 5k race and I podium. I'm like, this is the shit. <laughs> cause, cause Oh, everybody knows me here. You know, people know me. <laughs> but, but, but I, I really would, I, I would love to, um, so, you know, just the podium just cause you, it, it's, it, some days it's kind of disheartening cause you see people that you train with or you're and it's like, you know, as but several times I've, I've missed out like top 10. Um, and I know I'm not the fastest and I know that, it's just a goal. You know, I would say, if you want to set yeah. the goal, set them. If you don't accomplish yeah. one, at least you're getting better every time. 
But yeah. if if I would have to pick one goal, yes, I would love the podium at least once. Yeah. Just to, just to get that feel and see. So yeah. Say I did it. Most, most most of the time, there's no one there to watch the uh, to watch the <laughs> watch the podium the presentations. Yeah. So, yeah, but you get you have the picture. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm very uh, and it's funny. I'm very shy when it comes to pictures. I don't take my own pictures. People joke about it. Oh, you're all over Instagram. You're all over Facebook. Look at every picture. It's someone taking a picture of me that I thought was cool. <laughs> I put it on there. I do not take pictures of myself. I have a I have a buddy, and he comes to me and says, "We were at a, a Christmas party." He says, "I got to ask you a question." I'm like, oh, "Okay, it's about about these races you do." So he was like really intense. I'm like, "Okay, I'm thinking he wants to know how to do this or whatever." <laughs> he looks at me and he says, "Do you have a photographer who follows you?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he says, "All these pictures." I was like, "I said, bro, they just catch me on the race." I said, "I'm just photogenic, I guess." <laughs> I don't know, but but it was just like he was so and and people who don't know he didn't get it. He's like. Do they follow you around with a camera? No. no. I just got lucky and had a pretty good pick. There's been some that I, trust me, I didn't post those pics because they're ugly. So. <laughs> I think everybody has a few of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I said. They, they need a, somebody came up with, a, what was it, Ugly Pick Friday or something? And it's like, yes. Post post your worst race pick. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, on our team, we've had people make memes of the worst picks, and it's pretty, mm-hmm. there's some harsh ones out there. So, Kelsey, um, Storm, Storm the Spartan. Kelsey yes. is probably one. She's one of my favorite ones because she will sit there and you send her a pick and she will take it and it's closer and closer and closer and gets to like a certain, like your face. And then she had, puts like some comment on like, what are you thinking of? Or did I turn the oven off? Or is my, is my dog, is my dog okay? <laughs> I've seen those. <laughs> she is awesome with those. She is awesome with those. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, what's been your worst injury? I've never suffered a major injury. My ankle's nice. probably my the ankle's worst. Um, yeah, the ankle's probably the worst. I've I've had a couple times where I've tweaked it. I literally one race, I ran the entire race no problem. I was at Fort Benning, Georgia. Ran the race and it was a really good race. Um, watching my coach who was coming in, she was fighting for third place uh, overall for elites. And she's a master. She won first in masters, but she's running for overall for elites. She came, yeah. in, she came in third. But I'm I'm jumping him down. Come on, you got it, you got it. And I tweaked my ankle doing that. I'm like, you gotta beat me. <laughs> You know, so I mean, I, I, it went bad. I kind of shook it off, and then uh, we jogged another lap. We did another round just for fun, and I jogged it. Um, but yeah, it probably wasn't the smartest because it was it was throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been I've been fortunate. I've never really suffered any major that's um, awesome major injuries. So I, I've seen, unfortunately, I've seen some major ones. Um, but it's kind of one of those things. You know, it's yeah. it's part of it. You know, as I say, you just don't know what to expect. Exactly. Um, what do you think the rest of the year is going to look like? Uh, I'd be, I would, honestly, I will be shocked if I run another race this year just because of how it's constantly getting canceled. I can honestly see Dallas happening if everything in October, if everything slows down, cause yeah. it's so far, uh, it's so far away from everything. Yes. Dallas is like, you know, you've been there. It's, it's 29 yeah. square miles of a, of what you would call it. But the thing is, is gatherings when they, if they have, you know, cause there's gonna be 10,000 people there if everybody would go. Yeah. I mean, that's the average numbers. Um, so, and all, I, I would not be shocked if they say, you know what, we're just going to call it a year. I get there fighting for it. But I think if they were to just call it and stop and save what they have now, instead of spending, trying to save this, I think it would go a long way because right now, you know, like I won't lie, I I made a mistake. I said made a mistake. I was excited, but, um, bone frog was happening in Virginia beach next month. I was so stoked. Yeah. Uh, My buddy, you you might know Danny, Danny, uh, (laughs) he goes by Deminis. Um, oh yeah yeah danny's everywhere so danny's a bone frog and he's after me he's like look i said dude bro i'm, I'm gonna do it i signed up 
And he makes the joke with me and says, as long as it doesn't get canceled, a week later, he says, bro, I'm so sorry. Because I had booked my flight. I booked that. And I was, I was excited because I used to live, I was stationed in Virginia Beach in the military. So I hadn't been there in 20 years. So I'm like excited to see what it's turned into, what's become. So it's yeah. kind of a homecoming. No, no. Sorry, bro. You can... uh you can transfer to Talladega or come back next year is pretty much my only choices. <laughs> wow. That's pretty much the case up here too. We're still mm-hmm. waiting to see if Seattle happens, but I yeah. highly doubt it. I, I really, because of everything spiking so much, I really just think this, this year is going to be a wash. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully we can, you know, like everybody's hoping. I won't lie to you as much as I'm hoping over OCR. I'm hoping college football happens. I'm a huge LSU fan, like I told you. <laughs> yeah. I hope college I'm jonesing for college football, and the way they're talking, it's probably not going to happen, which I can see the safety and I get it. But, I mean, you can also be a little, you know, you, you want to see, you know, that, that's something that gets you through things. Yes. So, you know, it's your zen, it's your safe place. So Yeah, that's kind of um, – I was talking with Erica last uh, week about that, is for a lot of people, OCRs is – that's their place. That's their mm-hmm. – that's what gets them through to, you know, the next, the next hill that they're going through. So uh, that's been really hard is not having, not having yeah. that place. And yeah. I can see where like the sport's not happening. It's for a mm-hmm. lot of people, that's going to be a struggle. Um, so I'm a diehard college fan. I love college. I mean, I know, uh, it's, so one of my many hats, I work for the saints on Sunday, on Sundays. Um, oh, I'm a wow. game day guy. So I'm a game day guy. So I'm on the field. Um, usually we do special events. We have anything from um, the LSU band was there for one game. And I had to kind of help out and make sure they didn't, you know, where they're going to go and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But I'm just a help out guy. Um, basically, I, I get to be on the field for free every game. That's why. That's one perk <laughs> why I get to do it. So I won't lie. You know, I get to know a lot of players. But, um, you know, taking that away, you won't be able to do that this year. I, I can, you know. But the pro still not. To me, it's not college. Everywhere is different. You know, down yeah. south, it's college. Up north, it's more pro. You know, you all have the Seahawks. I don't know why. I mean, they're okay. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I love Joshua with it. I'm, I always joke this. Um, I'm an LSU fan. I'm a Saints watcher because I watch what they do and I'm pull for them. But if LSU loses, that's a bad week. That's just how it always is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad week, bro. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that football's really huge down there. Um, yes. I get flack because I'm not a Seahawks fan. I'm a Ravens fan. So I get some so shit up here. Crazy. So <laughs> If not for the Saints, the Ravens is, is my other team I pull for. I've always pulled. I love the Ravens. Um, when Ray Lewis was playing for him, Ray Lewis was one of my favorite players. I'm a defensive guy. I've always loved defense. I mean, I can go way back and start telling you names of defensive players. But I've always <laughs> – I, I coached defense. I was always in defense. So I appreciate. And I just fell in love with the Ravens. You know, him and – and then I also loved the, the Packers because Clay Matthews was playing for the Packers, and I loved watching him play. So it was just, yeah. you know, just I, – I enjoy players more than teams, except for – you pull for the Saints because they're home. and then. And I said, LSU, there is no other team. So that's kind of how it goes with me. <laughs> no, they're, are you sure? <laughs> well, that's, that, that's a joke about it. So I have a shirt that says it. If you're, if you're not pulling for LSU in the back, you must be Tiger Bait is what it says in the back. So, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah. How are you doing, like, your ambassadorships? Because, like, there's no real races. It, there's no – We're just trying. So for the Spartan part, they're trying to do a lot of virtual stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of just keeping up with it. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, Legendborn, we just, we, we try and post as much as possible, even doing workouts, just being supportive of it. Um, yeah. Dave and, Dave and uh, Abby, they've gotten, they've done a lot of things. Most people don't realize, but Legendborn is a very small company. They're worldwide, but I, I think, and 
Dave, please don't get mad at me, but I think they have possibly like seven or eight employees total. Wow. Um, for the entire company. So, I mean, he does a lot. Dave is full-time. He's a, um, I think he's a captain in the military. I, I must say Army or Air Force, but he's a captain in the military full-time and he does his business on the side. So well, That's most insane. of the time when he stuffs his own, like sends them out, everything. He usually gets a complaint from me because he messed up one of my orders. So, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, I don't mean that. It, it happened one time and the jersey got, it wasn't even his fault. Something got messed up where the jersey got tar on it because um, UPS messed it up or FedEx or one of them. Something messed up. It was nobody's fault. I mean, just it happens, happens. but he fixed it right away. And that's the, the good part about it. It was messed up and he fixed it, didn't question it. Okay, we'll get you another one. That's awesome. And had it fixed. So it was definitely, um, their customer service is amazing. But going back to the ambassadorships is just trying to everyone support each other. Um, like I said, thanks to social media, a lot of stuff has, has become, you know, I'm not on Facebook as much because my son told me Facebook is for old people. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. Um, so everything that usually is on Facebook is because it comes from my Instagram. I've gotten real big on Instagram. I, I enjoy that platform. I'm yeah. not big on Twitter. I won't lie. I hate Twitter because I can't follow it because there's so much stuff jumping at me. I'm like, I just yeah. can't follow this, bro. It just gives me a headache. And yeah. then Snapchat, I'm sorry, Snapchat makes no sense. Here's a picture. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Why'd you send me this? It's gone. <laughs> so it just, yeah, I don't quite get it. You know, maybe I'm just too old. I always say we, we have that perfect age because we knew what rotary, rotary phone is and we know what an iPhone is. So we're that, we're that perfect age group that we yep. saw it all. Yes. You know? Right. Yeah. I, went, I had a I had a black and white TV. I had to turn a channel through three channels that they had available. And that's it. You know, my son loses his mind when he can't get online because it's not streaming. Are you kidding me right now, bro? I had I had dial up, cause <laughs> you want to hear the sound? And I have it on my phone. I, I do the dial up sound just to piss him off. So, this is what I had to deal with. So yeah. I had a car a few years ago that it had the manual. You had to roll up the windows. <laughs> my daughter's like, I'm getting such an arm workout. And I'm like, girl, I've done that most of my life. And I told her to roll the window up and I did the little hand motion. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, roll the window up. Someone made, someone made one of the best points I've seen. You want to not have your car stolen, get a stick shift. <laughs> no one's going to steal it. I can't. They, they, no, I'm saying, but <laughs> yeah. no one, they, they, can't, they, they, like, they can't drive it nowadays. I, I, taught, I taught my son. My, my son knows how to drive a stick shift. And my other one's learning. I, I taught him, oh, excuse me, I taught him how to drive a stick shift, hopefully. But, you know, it's, unless you, you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. But it's just one of the things that they can, people can't do it nowadays. They, they lose their mind. Wait a minute, this is a stick shift. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how, like, obviously you're not working. How's everything else going with all of this? Because everybody seems to have a different experience depending on where they're at in the nation. Um. It, it, I'll say community. So, um, community wise, it's gotten better. Um, the city of new Orleans was kind of more in lockdown for longer than anywhere else in the state. Um, and I won't lie to you. If you walk down bourbon street right now, it's a ghost town. You'd be shocked. Like most people see bourbon and there's thousands of people walking around. Yeah. It's a yeah. ghost town and you see videos of it, but, um, I think everyone's coping. Of course, people are, are half are upset about the mask, half aren't. And I'm like, look, I'm the type I'll wear a mask if I'm told to, um, but I won't lie. I'm not an advocate. If you say I don't have to wear a mask, I probably won't put it on. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of not sure. I probably should be. I don't know. I mean, to me, there's so many conflicting things about it. It's hard to get into that that subject because yeah, it, it can be a debate. We, we can talk about this for another two hours if you wanted, because, <laughs> you know, they start telling you the masks aren't good and like, oh, we, we need to have them. And I, I joke about it and say, well, 
Someone didn't want to sell masks. So guess what? I bought a bunch of these masks. We must wear them because I sold these kind of scenario. No, is it always yeah. fine? Somebody always has, there's always a story why it's happening. I hate saying it. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm sorry. I am. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. We have a running joke in my office now. Our receptionist gets a little she starts getting anxious and a little stressed out. And I swear every morning my boss will walk out of his office. So did you hear what's going on today? And just like starts going off and you can just see her like tensing up. And he's like, well, I stressed you up for the day. I'm like, dude, quit. Our yeah, taste just started. But and like I said, for the most part, it's kind of shocking to me because a lot of the older people who you would think be more like paying attention, most of them, they just, they're walking around doing their thing. I'm like, okay. Uh, who am I to tell you no, but I'm just, I'm kind of shocked at what people are saying. Older ones are more acceptable. Okay. You know, we're noticing a lot of that up here too, at least with um, our patients. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I mean, but you have some of these, I I hate saying the word idiot, but some of these people are just idiots. If you're going to have a COVID party to see who gets it. And then the, the girl died from it and said, I think I made a mistake. A 30 year old died from catching COVID at the party because they would see who could catch who could catch it. I'm like, how dumb are you? It's Come not the chicken on. pox. It's not it's the not chicken this, pox. <laughs> why why do you have to eat a Tide Pod? What is the deal? <laughs> Shit. Um, is there any like words of wisdom for like training, getting through this? My favorite, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite chime, I guess you could say, is put in the time. No matter what's going on, you have to find the time to do it. No one's going to find it for you. If you don't find the time, you're always going to find the excuse. When you stop making excuses, you have nothing but time left. And that goes a long way. So if, you don't, if you don't put the time in, you can't expect results. You don't train for something, you're not going to get this. You're not going to run an, a 10-minute mile if you haven't ran in, t- in 10 years. Yeah. You, have to, you have to get to where you are. But there are little goals. You don't have to run a marathon your first try. Go run a mile. Go walk a mile. Get out of the house. And I will say, with the COVID has helped a lot of people's health because people are getting out doing it to yes. an extent. Um, as soon as the <laughs> as soon as stay home stopped, I don't see as many people out anymore. I won't lie to you. I had this place because I live not far from one of the colleges, and they have um, a parking garage. That was my my go to. Um, I called it a concrete mountain because there's no hills down here, so I had the concrete mountain. Yeah, it got closed. It got closed because too many people, and they had accidents, and idiots were riding their bikes down and wiped out some woman and broke her ribs. And I'm like, why are y'all messing with my happy place? You know, I've been coming here for I've been coming here for five years, and yeah. now y'all want to close it. So now I had to find something else. So, you know, <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. So. <laughs> That's what happened up here. Is all of our parks, all of our trails, everything got closed. I'm like, right, dude. I don't want to have to break the law, but I need my trail. <laughs> so it's definitely, uh, definitely different. You know, I say it's a different world and then you just have to, you know, and like I tell people, you can, you can mope about it or you can just come to reality and figure out something else. Yeah. You that know? seems to be what a lot of people are doing. <laughs> still trading, still trying to get through it, but finding a new right. way of, of doing it. So yeah. Yeah. how, what are you doing for your mental health? Like a lot of people don't have, <sighs> I, I won't lie. I'm, I'm, so you might meet me in person and look at me and say, that's a mean dude. I'm actually one of the most outgoing, go lucky guys. I, for some reason, I'm, I'm very thankful. I see the outer, you know, the, the silver line. I, I've always yeah. seen stuff in a good way. I don't see the, the dreary and the, the devastation. I just see it yeah. good. So, you know, it's like one of the things I just try. 
it helps me to talk to people and, and help them out. So if I can give somebody a text or something that day, you know, bro, you know, like a friend of mine today. Um, and it's funny how Instagram works because you have so many people from all over the country you talk with daily sometimes. Yeah. And one of my friends, she's in Philly. Oh, this is ridiculous. Sorry, my, my phone <laughs> keeps going to the chargers. Like, it's not supported. Well, you're charging. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's in Philly and they finally opened the gyms up there and she's doing it. I'm like, you know, hope you, you know, you know how she put something, uh, it was savage or something. Her, her shirt was how I'm like, Yo, you want savage today. She's like, no, nah, I kind of sucked. I'm like, you know what? There's two ways. Some are going to suck. Some are going to be awesome, but they all count. Yes. That's the best way to say it. They all count. Even though yeah. it was horrible today, you didn't sit eating bonbons. You got up and went worked out. Yeah. It's going to count. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah. <sighs> right on. Um, anything you're looking forward to next year before we? Oh, uh, ra- racing. Racing. <laughs> <laughs> racing. Um, I. Oh, sorry, my nose is itching. Something. Uh, I think my dog's making my nose itch or something. Um, I'm really hoping that we can get past and get some kind of normalcy. If we can get some normalcy and we can actually get back to racing and you know just have that familiarity with everybody, I think that that helps everybody get back to normal. Uh, yeah. Once we can have a normal schedule. So yeah, I'm just hoping, honestly, I say it jokingly, but I really am hoping we can race next year because it goes mental health wise, just physical health wise, it yeah. goes a long way. Yes, it so, does. Yeah. I'm hoping we race next year too, because there's a local race that I'm the race director for and it got postponed this year. And I was like, come on, my first year, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> so I would love to race again. I miss, I miss being around everybody. I live out. Yeah in the middle of nowhere in Washington. So it's like, yeah. I'm two hours to three hours away from my teammates and my race family. Right. So I'm like, are you guys kidding and, me right and, now? And, and, saying you, and a lot of times there's, there's locals here that, um, I only see them during races. Like I, I'm gonna go, I have two, there's a couple that lives, I mean, uh, Megs and them live probably, I'd say maybe five minutes from me. I actually saw her at home Depot a couple weeks ago, just out of the blue, but literally I don't see them around here. I see them at races. Like we're in Alabama, we're in Dallas. I run into him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You live five minutes from my house. I never see you. <laughs> so it's, just, it's funny how it just kind of, it just brings everybody together uh, yeah. in that community. Yeah. So yeah. And that, that, that camaraderie goes a long way uh, to me personally. I just yeah. think because it, it builds that family and you know, everybody wants their pictures. You want pictures with your family. Because I'm, I'm, now it's not, we're racing. It's like, oh, God, I miss these races. God, I miss this, which is good because people are trying to find the better side of it's like, this sucks. Cause it really does, you know? Yeah. It's, you it don't want to say it, but it sucks. But so it's like, instead of sitting there doing it, it's like, they try, okay, look, you know, it's, 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 you know, was it metal Monday or fire jump Friday? It's like, okay, well I jumped this fire two years ago, but so. <laughs> <laughs> I've so, only I mean, got like two good fire jump pictures. Cause I trip over the fire every time I try to jump over that sucker. So I have a tendency and I, I supported Laura. So Laura Messner is one of my very good friends. Laura's an amazing person and she always strikes the Messner. Yeah. So I started doing it at my fire jumps and it became kind of like the deal. It's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm supporting my friend. She strike a Messner. When you have Spartan create a hashtag that says strike a Messner, I'm going to, you know, kind of cut up and go with it. So, yeah, right. so <laughs> this girl has so many people do it all over the world. I mean, she, uh, I think in, on Facebook, she has like five, you can put a thousand pictures in one album. She has like five or six albums. That's what I striking thought. Messners. Yeah. It's something ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I saw her in Dallas when I was there and I was yeah. so excited to meet her because yeah. I follow her and I'm just like, oh my God, like had a yeah. fangirl moment. <laughs> and, but, and that's funny. So the first time I met her, I did the same thing. I was fanboy. But 
and she she kind of put it in perspective for me in this community yes it's a small one but no one's like who are you or what do you want kind of like some sports i won't lie i even deal with it in professional sports i deal with some that they just don't want it. and it's like bro these are fans you know people want to say hello to you yeah um but they were just so forthcoming and just want to talk to you and ask you where you're from and this and we yes. we got a friendship going from it yeah we started a friendship from just that because you know communication wise and i won't lie i'm not a shy person to some extent like i still haven't spoke to face standing it's not i don't know why i just i i, I go to see face standing because you stand right there i just can't speak i kind of go <laughs> dolphin <laughs> you know like I'm sitting here, Lindsay Webster's next to me, and I'm bullshitting with her like it's nobody's business because we're cut yeah. up because Ryan, Ryan tried to come in the gate and he's like, don't you know who I am? And the little guy's like, you better get your ID. And we bust out laughing like, he's the world, he's like the world champion and go get your ID, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're in, and we're in BFE, Alabama. And I'm looking at Lindsay, I'm like, poor dude. She's like, I told him, I told him. <laughs> so it, it's funny how they, they're just normal people you know you know yeah. I mean, you see them all over these formats but they're just normal people and it's just it's it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah it's nice to see that the egos aren't getting out of check and no absolutely. it's humbling it's a it's a community the race everybody there's a, it's a race community and yeah and, and, and i tell people you can't unless you experience it you don't get it you can't see it i mean because i said you will run your butt off and you're going to challenge this person at the end you're like do good job even if he beats you it's still yes. that, that whole it's not like oh god he beat me it's like you're giving hugs because it's just such a great thing but even in the i've actually ran races with guys and we became friends during the race we did another lap just to have fun after competitive because we enjoyed so much and then you know i said social media hey look me up on instagram you know yeah what's going on with this and they start looking me up and then we, we start chatting and next thing you know, we meet up in another race and then we all hang out. And it's funny how, I, I don't know how to define this, but this community is so trusting. Like I've shared so many hotel rooms with people I just know from races or from Instagram, but I know them well enough, I feel to trust them to to, to share a room with them. I mean, I yes. joke about it, but, but poor Laura, I asked Laura, do you realize I don't live in Texas? Because every time she flies to Dallas, she calls me, can you pick me up at the airport? Laura, I live in Louisiana, but I'm always, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's coincidental. I'm actually going to the race. Yes, I will get you, but you can't assume I live here. You know, it's like, I, I don't live in Texas, but yeah, I mean, for like three or four years in a row, she's like, Hey, can you pick me at the airport? Uh, yeah. When <laughs> well, I'm flying, my, my flight lands at this time, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming from new Orleans. I'll leave a three hours earlier. It's okay. I don't mind, but no, you know, it, it's all good fun. But I mean, the fact is that you just, you know, it, it just everyone's so welcoming and it's like yes you know there's been times where i had a friend um they got to the race and they gave away their room i mean i said look i got you can sleep on the floor if you want to have you know you, you just want a place to sleep and you want a shower i get it yeah um but yeah they, they're overbooked and they gave away the room and they're like sorry we just flew in to west virginia bro sorry yeah that yeah, doesn't it cut a, it doesn't cut it's it. like come on man <laughs> that's how i've met every member of my team has been at a race um randomly just like we were team turtle for a while and i met people there and it just kind of expanded from that uh one of my best friends we met at a spartan workout tour and we didn't know who we were until we went to breakfast and were amazed by the amount of food one of our friends was eating and devouring <laughs> yeah like i've never seen somebody eat that much food in my entire life but that's we, how we, actually, we have one like that so we will do our, our workout tours and we have a little asian lady named van we call her our mascot because van's gonna run van gonna complain a little bit talking about why i do this i don't know why i do this 
And then she gonna video everybody else doing it so she can stop and but we go to eat and this woman's five foot tall and she will eat me twice as much as what I'm about to eat. She will put it down. I'm like, where? I mean, she probably weighs a buck 10. I'm like, well, where are you putting it? I'm this big dude. And I said, I, I, you know, a couple of this and I'm, I'm good. She's like, oh, you give it, I, I take it, give it to me. Okay. That's what, <laughs> that's what Brandon did. And we were just sitting there like, dude, where are you putting it? We went to Montana and he did the same thing at a restaurant. And we were, we sat there for like an extra 20 minutes waiting for him to finish his food and everybody else's. And we're just like, dude, where are you putting this? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It amazes oh, me. <laughs> but that, that's the best part about the races, the people that you randomly yeah. just meet and start talking yeah. to. And the next thing you know, your friends, then your family and yeah. it just goes I from mean, there. Have you only been doing it for three years or longer? Uh, 20, 2016 is when I started. 2016. 2016. That was, um, that was the first, I think back, no, 2015. Um, that was my first race. 2016 was my first sport. 2015 is when I first started it. So yeah. Wow. So yeah. And it's, it's funny cause I had my, I have these two twin cousins who are younger than me, right? They're my sister's age, but they've always been athletic. They played, you know, softball, volleyball, and they ran Spartan, which I came to Mississippi for a couple of years and they ran it every year. I'm like, I never even looked at it twice. I was like, damn, I missed all that time because I could have been running. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but it's all good now. I made up for it. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. 100 races in three years. That's <laughs> holy moly. I don't, I don't think I've done half that. Well, I might have done, yeah, I don't think I've done half that yet. <laughs> Are you wanting to travel very far to try other venues, other places? I am dying to go. I want to do the rat race weekend so bad. There's oh. a weekend. That's the one with the longest monkey bars in the world or something. Oh my um, gosh. It, but it's like, it, it, it seems like a huge rave and I'm not a big partier. Don't get me wrong. Back in my day yeah. I was, but, um, just to, but they just experience that different type of yeah. how they do stuff there because people don't realize, you know, you know, tough man was the first OCR that everyone knew about. Tough mother started from it. Tough yeah. guy. Sorry. Tough guy. Tough yeah. guy. Um, if anybody hasn't watched, uh, rise of the suffer fest, it's probably, yes. the, that's, the best documentary I've ever seen. I mean, I bought it. I rented it one time, watched it, and wanted to watch it again. I couldn't, so I just bought the sucker. Yeah. And he just, he hits on everything. And they, they just, they talk to so many people about the different ways of it and explains why you enjoy it. And it doesn't be, you know, your job. If you're a pencil pusher in a day. You have that prime, you know, inside you that you want to get out. And yeah. you have to, you know, do it. So that's kind of why it's such a, you know, primal thing for it so yeah so definitely but that's a great if anyone hasn't watched it go watch it it's rise awesome. of suffer fest yeah i watched it that's yes. an amazing amazing documentary yeah. have you done any of the endurance fence like the hurricane heats or anything like that <sighs> so i've the, the most endurance i've done is uh, i've run a couple ultras i personally will not do a hurricane heat i was in the military <laughs> i went to boot camp i watched what they do that's freaking boot camp dude i hated boot camp I'm not doing boot camp and paying you to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just had one this past weekend in Panama City. Oh, a lot of friends were going. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to do it. I mean, it, it'd be fun. It, yeah, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Screaming at me, telling me, let's take this dirt and move it over there. I mean, and everybody has their thing. I get it. You do it. Yeah. I just have too many flashbacks of boot camp. And I hated boot camp. I mean, I love my military time. <laughs> I love what I was in the military. But those eight, eight weeks, nine weeks of boot camp were hell. I hated that. <laughs> I can understand I, that. <laughs> I, well, I don't like being fussed at. I'm the type of person because I I'm the type I want to fix it. So if I'm being fussed at and I try to fix it and you keep fussing at me, bro, I did what you said. 
Don't quit fussing at me. And that's kind of how I look at it. I was told yeah. when they first started, when they first started hurricane heats, it was a different type, but now it's just a lot of yelling. And I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going by my word of mouth. I've never experienced it. So I'm not yeah. one to judge, but yeah. and just, all I see is yelling. And I see, and I, re, re, I had a Sergeant who, if I saw him today, me and him probably wouldn't get along just because <laughs> I, I didn't like him back then. And this was who 20 something years ago. This was yes. 1992. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say my age, 1992. Yeah, I, was, I was in San Diego, California in boot camp. And yeah, if I saw that dude right now, yeah, I, I got you, bro. <laughs> I was I was a lot smaller back then. I was I was a little skinny guy. I was probably like 170. So yeah, I put on about 100 pounds. Cause, but no, no, it, it's all, all funny. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'd see each other and I'd buy him a beer. Come on, bro. You know, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel you on the hurricane heats i haven't thought about it almost did one but i'm just like not so a friend of mine heather heather did one and then um she she told me something that kind of made sense in a way because yeah. she told a guy she says i don't think i can do this and he says you need to shut up it's not about what you can do it's about what they can do so quit worrying about yourself and let's worry about making it a team because you gotta do it all yeah. together so the way she said it the way she made it out i'm like okay that makes sense i still don't want to do it Right there with sweet, you. Sweet girl. Love you to death, girl. And I will pull for you. Go, boo-boo. <laughs> okay. 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 But no. All in all, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, not for me. Not for me. Mm-mm. You'll be the cheerleader on the side. For real, though. Yeah. Now, I, I won't lie to you. I could be one of the instructors. I have the knowledge of it. I have the, you know, I've done it before. I, I have some instructor ability. Um, I've been a manager at, at several levels. So I can tell you what to do. Can't tell you do that. You ain't telling me. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I hate being that way. And I, I don't want to discourage anybody from trying it. If they really want to try it, do go try it. Um, yeah. Just personally, just personally. And I always say this is a personal challenge for yourself. Yeah. It's personal. If you don't want to be yelled at or you don't want to do it, don't go do it. Don't go do it. You know, yeah. now some of these, when they did the death race, y'all are nuts. My friend Ronald has done, a death, he's done, he's done a death race twice and finished. Oh man. <laughs> that was a good conversation. <laughs> Eventually, and like I said, basically, like I said, I tell everybody, if that's something you want to try, go try it. You'll know if yeah. you like it or you don't. You know, I said, yeah. but don't ask me because you won't like my biased opinion because I'm very <clears throat> biased. No, <laughs> <laughs> I get that. So, yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing all this with us, and so stoked that you came on. Um, <laughs> I guess that's going to cut it off because I think it's been an hour and Don might kill me. <laughs> no, and I think some of it is because we had to keep sweating back. So yeah. um, if, just, I'll say one thing. If anybody wants to look up, I'm on Instagram as the Bayou Spartan. Yes. Um, it's Bayou underscore Spartan. So if anybody wants to look up, Perfect. reach out. I'll follow back. I'll follow everybody back I can. Um, I am not Insta famous. Trust me. Um, <laughs> one thing too, I always say, if you see me in a race, come talk to me. I might look like I'm a beast, but I promise you I'm going to shit with you in a heartbeat. But don't be scared. I see. And the person I'm talking to found out the hard way. She come, started talking smack to me. And next thing you know, she's like, hey, this guy's not bad. <laughs> I'm talking about Lisa. I'm talking about Lisa. Lisa's like, yes. Oh, he, he's okay. He's not scary. <laughs> not scary at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. And I will see you around on Instagram and hopefully in Texas next year. Absolutely. Thank All you. right. I appreciate it. Have Thank you. One. No problem. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs.
Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.